Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 786. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, it said, just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're all free, including the postage and handling. Um, I've got a message, uh, a continuation of the book of Proverbs and some commentary got songs and letters right now let's pray father anoint me continue anointing me lord as you always do in the mighty name of jesus that saves souls can be saved and the true body of christ strengthened in jesus name i pray and everyone says amen, amen. okay here i am with the prague symphony orchestra uh to sing for you no man is an island You know, in these last days, many people think that they can conduct their lives the way that they want to. But really, no man, I mean no man, no man can stand alone. We need the Lord. We need the Lord Jesus Christ. is an island no man can stand alone he needs faith as his guide to lead him to his throne no man is an island you may have wealth but without peace of mind, what good is all his gold? A while ago, my world was a stormy sea. Jesus Christ is coming back to earth again. We need to know that we can't do this alone. We need the Word of God. We need Jesus for our God. Remember that all the days of your life. A while ago, a stormy sea.
says he'll never leave or forsake us but unfortunately too many people leave and forsake him and if you do that well then there's no possible way that you uh, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven the Lord is there if you want him to you know there's um, when uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden they were innocent and when Adam and Eve were without sin um he would uh adam and eve would uh joyfully communicate with god and colossians chapter 2 verse 3 states in which uh, god in which are held the uh treasures of wisdom all the treasures is held all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and that's uh colossians chapter 2 verse 3 and uh, the reason that the world doesn't have any wisdom at all and no knowledge is because they're not communicating with the Lord. Uh, so they didn't have, you people don't have joyful communion with God. because And therefore, if you don't, well, then you don't have uh, the um, all the treasures, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And there isn't anything to be compared to the fear of the Lord, uh, diamonds, rubies, all the money in the world is not uh, doesn't compare to the fear of the Lord, the wisdom of God. It says so many people have been brainwashed, brain damaged into believing that you don't have to fear God. The Antichrist has changed the word fear into uh, reverence, but that isn't what the Bible says. Read Colossians chapter two, verse three. It says, "God, in whom uh, are held." all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge so you take a world that has rejected god they don't have any of the treasures of uh wisdom and knowledge but after man had sinned see the reason for this is after man sinned he could no longer find joy in communion with god because he didn't have it once you're a sinner and you can have no more communication from god there's a middle wall that partitions you off from God. And uh, Adam and Eve knew that they had sinned. And when people are sinners, they don't want to be around anybody that's holy. They don't want to communicate with God. And they don't want to communicate with any of God's people. That's why you see such huge crowds of people in supposed to be churches that are preaching that it's all right for you to sin because these are the kind of people that don't want to have a, they don't find any joy in communion with god a holiness and uh, man began hiding from the presence of god 
and from the presence of any godly people. That's why you take a lot of the churches, uh, the real churches of God, there's not many people in them because all the people, the Bible says that all the entire world is uh, been deceived by Satan. And they know they're sinners deep down and they hear uh, those of us who preach the truth they hear us say that and they don't want to be around it. They don't want to be reminded about it. To this day, there is the condition. Um, this is the condition of the uh, unregenerated people, the unregenerated hearts. They don't have the spirit of God in them. This state of man is not in harmony with God and doesn't want to be. And they cannot find any joy in communicating with God because they're afraid of him with a satanic fear. Now, we fear God so much that we keep his commandments, but that they don't want to do. They want to break the commandments and still get into heaven. A sinful person cannot be happy in the presence of God. That's why they hide from him. The sinner will always hide from the fellowship and companionship of the holy God and from the people of God that are holy. That's why you don't see many people coming to a holiness church. Uh, you know, there's some holiness churches that I wouldn't go to also because they condemn makeup and they condemn uh, a lot of different things that the Bible really doesn't condemn at all. As a matter of fact, God is the God of color and uh, he, uh, I was very young in the Lord when God showed Susie that she was to be married to me. Then she stated to God, if this be you, then show him too and make him tell me. Then God showed Susie to me. So before she, God showed her to me, he showed me to Susie. And I saw he had her with lipstick and bleach blonde hair and everything. And so uh, these holiness churches don't believe that way. They are what they call holiness in, in the flesh. They got these Pentecostal buns and everything. But, you know, a lot of them are so sinful, real sinful, things that the Lord says is sinful. And uh, they... Um, they think that uh, by doing those things, but they, and yet they commit fornication, adultery, and uh, some of them are lesbians and homosexuals. If uh, a man, sinful man, ever could be allowed to enter into the kingdom of heaven, it would not please him at all or bring him any joy. The selfless, self-sacrificing love which is the reigning power of heaven, would not be of any benefit to a sinner's soul. The sinner's thoughts, the sinner's interests and their motivations would be foreign and at enmity to all who dwell in heaven. Uh, the Godhead first, and then all to all the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. His presence, the sinner's presence, would be as a soul 
not in the harmony or melody of heaven. To the sinner, heaven would be a place of aggravation. His only desire is only to hide from God and from God's people. From God, who is the light, the life, and the complete center of heaven's joy. There can be no guesswork as to the reason why God rejects the wicked from heaven. They reject themselves by their own lack of fitness. They're not fitting to go to heaven. And there's a lot of you people out there that are with the New World Order, the government, that you don't want to come to my church. You listen, you're like a, not a real good Nicodemus even. You listen to the scriptures and you know they're true, but you have the devil, Antichrist, at your head and you don't dare do anything to irritate uh, him because you know how many innocent people have been put to death by the Antichrist regime, the world cult, the one world government that the one world cult controls, and also the one world news media at large, the big shots. I think they're big shots. The Lord is coming back to earth again. So we're in the 11th chapter of Proverbs now, and I'm at verse 14. I did it in the last, the verse 14. And the last message, verse 14, says, where no counsel is, where there's no wisdom or knowledge of God, the people fall. And that's what happened to the United States and the whole world government. You've all fallen because there's no wisdom or knowledge or understanding or counsel in the devil. The Bible says that Satan's seat is in the city of the Seven Hills. And the Vatican sits there in the city of the Seven Hills. There isn't any other city in the world. There may be another city or two that um, can boast that they have seven uh, hills there or seven mountains. But none of them have the wealth and the power. And none of them have rule over kings and presidents and queens and all the heads of government throughout the world and they're not political the vatican is political verse 14 when no council where there is no council where no council is in other words the people fall all of humanity has fallen because they're following satan when adam and eve they were going to live forever if they wouldn't have followed Satan. But when they followed him, his advice, his lies, they fell. And now the whole world has been deceived by him, not just Adam and Eve, but where no counsel is, and there's no counsel at all of the Lord into you people, the people of the entire world fall. But in the multitude of counselors, uh, there is safety. Well, what is a multitude of counselors? Well, the Lord made 
some prophets, some pastors, some preachers, some teachers, some evangelists, ministers. Uh, these are the ones that uh, there's a multitude of counsel because a lot of people, they've studied the Bible, but they don't study it enough. And some of them have some truth. And then there are some of us that have been consecrated to the Lord for a good number of years. This will be around 44 years for me. This is September 08 in 2008. And I'll be 74 years on the 20th of September. Do you want to send me a present? Uh, I don't think anybody from... Rome will be sending me presents, okay? And I'm like looking for presents. I have everything I need. So where no counsel is, there's no wisdom or knowledge. Because the only counsel that is of any value is the Lord's counsel. The Bible says, the, he, Jesus, is the possessor of all wisdom and knowledge. And he is the possessor of all power. And so what good is it to believe Satan, who really doesn't have any power but to maybe kill you or throw you in prison? But if you're true to the Lord to the end, if you hold your faith up high, and you're not afraid of darkness, you'll be able to weather all the storms. And I've been through many storms since I've been saved. I've been to prison for preaching the gospel on false charges. They put on false charges, IRS stuff. And now their newspapers are saying that I'm a ex-con. Well, so is Jesus. So is the Apostle Paul. So were all the uh, disciples, all the anybody that lives godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. If you and your church, quote church, unquote, are not suffering persecution, well, then you're not living godly in Christ Jesus. That's just the way the Bible says. Now, where no counsel, no wisdom, and knowledge is, uh, is at all of the Lord, the people fall. When a person falls, falls means you fall into the ditch, which is symbolic of hell and the lake of fire. But in the multitude of counselors, pastors, preachers, teachers, prophets, evangelists, and so on, there is safety. Well, you want to listen to those of us that have safety? We'll tell you what's right and wrong. Or do you want to continue sinning and thinking that you're hiding from God? As if God didn't know when he said to Adam, Where art thou? I'm hiding in the closet. <laughs> you can't hide from God. And when he comes, you can't run inside the house. Can't you hide under the bed. The death angel will be right there, looking at you right square in your eyes, saying, Hi. Hi. That's when... Um, your knees are going to smite together and you're going to need a diaper change. First says, so there's no safety, but in the multitude of God's counselors, not these social workers that are paid to counsel you. They're not even born again of the spirit. They have no wisdom or knowledge or understanding. They just 
putting you in a spin. Like all these doctors of psychology and philosophy and all this stuff. I mean, what is this? Only in the Lord is there any wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Why did I say that? Well, because Colossians chapter 2 verse 3 states that uh, with God in which are held all, A-L-L, all the treasures of wisdom. So if God has all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, then what does Satan have? God has it all. Amen? Amen. All the treasures, and God calls wisdom and knowledge treasures. And if you don't have God's wisdom and knowledge, you don't have any treasure. You're penniless. As I said, read it in Colossians chapter 2, verse 3. So, if you don't have this, well, then you're still hiding from God. You're not communicating with him because you don't. You're a sinner. And you don't find any joy in communicating with God. You don't have any holiness. Therefore, you're hiding from the presence of God. You just think you're hiding. And as if God, God knows everything that's going on. We're hiding God like God didn't know. Says, Adam, where are you? We're hiding from you, God, because we're naked. Hey, God says, how did you know you were naked? He didn't doubt, Adam. God knows you're naked, too, and you need to be clothed upon with holiness. You don't like to hear this, huh? So try to hide from God. You can't hide from God. He's everywhere. He's omnipotent. He's all over. That's why he can live in us and still be in heaven. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Don't you want to be in a, in a safe place in this wicked world? So full of wickedness, violence, terrorists. You know, the Apostle Paul called God a terrorist. God is a much worse, a bigger terrorist than anyone in the world. He's going to terrorize the entire world. Because he's going to move the whole world off its axis and is going to burn the whole world up in the heavens. Because Satan was there and he doesn't want the stench of Satan in the world, that uh, a world uh, that he wants righteous people to live in the old heaven. That's why he made hell, so that all the people that are not fit for heaven will be in the stench, sulfur, and pain. And fire. So verse 15, he that is surety for a stranger. Now here's some advice for you. Somebody brings a stranger up to you and say, can you um, vouch for this man? 
Will you sign the uh, statement that if he can't pay the bills, he'll pay for them? He that does that is, shall smart, in other words, shall hurt for it, for doing it. And he that hateth suretyship for uh, signing over a statement that you pay for somebody, and then they beat out of town with the money. But he that doesn't do that is sure. Verse 16, a gracious woman. Now, these are, this is wisdom and knowledge from God. Now, of course, you may not want to prosper, and therefore, that's why you've gone down the tubes. That's why you trusted man in buying things that you know you can't pay for. A gracious woman retaineth honor. Do you think these women that are in pornographic films are gracious? Hmm? No. Uh, they will not retain honor because they don't have any honor in the first place. And they destroy themselves. And a lot of them are going on Christian television now, stating what a great whore they were and all this kind of stuff. And so this is something to brag about. And that they were uh, in porn films and everything. So they're shopping for a husband. I wouldn't go for that, boys, okay? Okay, guys? A gracious woman, a one that keeps the commandments of the Lord, is one that retains honor. And strong men retain riches. Or you could put a strong man in prison. They put me in there for like, uh, they gave me a six-year sentence for something I didn't do. And they gave me six years. I got out in four and a half. I did four years in prison on a false IRS charge. I was railroaded. And many people have also. And uh, when I got out of prison, um, they took all of our property away from us, except uh, some property, a few pieces of property in California. But when I got out, we have more property now, but I don't put it in the church name. I put it in the people of the church names. And so uh, a strong man, strong men retain their riches. They keep them. We have more today as living facilities and things like that. We don't have as much money as we'd like to have. Can we get the gospel spread across the world? Uh, around the world a lot faster, but, you know, we'll do with whatever God sends in. And if you're a gracious man or a woman or a strong man, you'll invest in God's work, which is this work here, because we're really getting the truth out and are not watering the gospel down at all. So now verse 17 says, The merciful man does good to his own soul. Well, let's see. You want to know wisdom and knowledge? You want to do good for your own soul? Well, then, first of all, start investing in God. Don't, uh, you know, you see these uh, different ministries that have hundreds of thousands of people in them. We have hundreds of thousands of people in our ministry, but they're little small groups throughout the whole world. But um, where the big crowds are, there's no, um, they, uh, they don't, they're not really preaching the truth. 
because they're sinners and they would hide. They won't come to a very strong church. But the merciful, merciful man does good to his own soul. He invests in the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. Not only his flesh, but his soul. Troubling your own house. Just like Achan, his whole family had to be put to death because he's so wicked. He stole and then lied. You can't sin. And uh, because he wouldn't have the treasures, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Verse 18, the wicked worketh a deceitful work. They lie and cheat and try to make themselves look like they're godly, when in fact they're the worst people in the world. The Lord says to feed my sheep, not fleece them. They're taking money that should be going out to the true gospel. Then they're telling everybody that, there's, you know, you can sin after you get saved. This is the epitome of wickedness to tell people that. They're sending their souls to hell. Because the Bible says, Jesus said, go and sin no more. And take up the cross and follow me. There's a song, The Old Rugged Cross, that says, I will cling to the old rugged cross. And uh, I'm going to be singing it very soon. I've sang it before, but I'm going to sing it. I've changed the words. I will carry the old rugged cross, and someday I'll exchange it for a crown. Because clinging to it isn't quite scriptural. I will cling to the old rugged cross. I will carry. Because the Lord commands us to take up our cross and follow him. So we have to carry the cross, not cling to it. Clinging to something doesn't show any action to me. The Lord doesn't say that in the Bible either. He says, take up your cross and follow me, not cling to the cross and don't follow me. There's an old rugged cross. On a hill long ago was the old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross for the dearest and best. Uh, came down and shed his blood for me. Amen. So I'll raise up. I'll pick up the old rugged cross. Till my trophies uh, I lay down. Yes, I'll carry that old rugged cross. And exchange it someday for a crown. All you people in churches, you change it that way. Because it's far more scriptural than whoever wrote it. Verse 18. The wicked worketh a deceitful work. But to him that soweth right. See, deceitful is saying you can, uh, the wicked, uh, yeah, you can still sin after you're saved. Jesus said, go and sin no more. But wicked people tell you, ah, there's eternal life. God said he'll never leave or forsake you. That's what Jesus said. Yes, he said that, but he also said that a person that goes back into sin after they've been delivered from it, they're like a dog that's gone back to their vomit and to a 
sow that's going back to its wallowing in the mire. And then Peter states that there's no more forgiveness for them. So the wicked say all these wicked things. They work deceitfulness so that they can get your money. They promise you heaven, but actually what they're doing is leading you to hell. But to him that soweth righteousness, the right word of God, shall be a sure reward. There will be a sure reward for them. Now verse 19. As righteousness tendeth to life, as doing what God says, not these false ministers, as doing what God says tends to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. So all these false prophets that are preaching these things are surely going to die and spend eternity, but their, their souls will not die. They'll be there forever, dying but never dying, in torment, horrible torment. Verse 20, they that are of a froward heart are abomination to the Lord. So all these preachers that are saying God is cool, God isn't cool. God is the creator of heaven and earth and everything in it. That's a whole lot more than cool. God is to be reverenced and he also is to be feared. The book of Ecclesiastes says, let us come to the conclusion. Let's come to the bottom line of everything that matters. He says, fear God and keep his commandments. For that is the whole duty of man, is just to fear God and keep his commandments. But those that don't fear God, to sal there's fearing God to salvation, and then there's fearing God because you're hiding, because you've got sin on you, so, and you know you're going to hell. So there's two kinds of fear. There's a good fear, and there's a bad fear. A good fear is like the fear of height, you know, to go up to a high mountain and just stand on the edge with the wind blowing. That's a that's a good fear is to fear walking across the freeways, a busy freeway in Los Angeles or some major city with a blindfold on or to play Russian roulette. That's a healthy fear. But uh, to fear Satan is unhealthy. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. So what we fear is to break one of his commandments. Because we know Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill it. So the whole Bible is the law. I mean, the Lord has even accelerated the law in the New Testament. He says, anyone that even looks upon a woman in lust with lust they've committed adultery already in their heart verse 20 they that are of a forward heart that do things like that but that believe that god will spare them are stupid like adam and eve she believed thou shalt not surely die satan is telling you the same thing today satan never changes his ways God never changes his ways either. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
Satan tells you, oh, you can sin. These are old-fashioned people, you know, telling you. I'm not an old-fashioned person. I'm very hip. As a matter of fact, I became number one in the recording industry. I became number one in the garment industry. Number one in the health gym, health studio, or uh, uh, industry. Number one in promotion. I'm very hip. I'm, I'm telling you these things, not that I'm bragging, because obviously I don't feel that those things, and also in the restaurant business, I had the best restaurant. Restaurants, people flocked into them. They had to stand in line to get into them because the food was so good. Um, God, I just can't even remember all the things that I've been number one in. So, you know, if you haven't got anything better to say than that, and I, I've made a lot of money in my life. Verse 20, they that are of a froward heart are abomination to the Lord. Frowardness is to not listen to God because the minute that you, the Lord says when you don't listen to him, that you don't pay any attention to me, you're the same thing as a witch. And he says, I suffer a witch not to live. So, you know, pay attention to the word of God, because uh, in God, uh, and only in him, God, in uh, which is held all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, Colossians 2, 3. Everything that's important to know is in the Lord is held by him and if you seek him you'll find him but if you try to hide from god yeah it's like ridiculous you can't hide from him he sees everything i remember in the office in beverly hills when the lord came down upon me and had told me to stand up in the room and tell everybody in the room about jesus and that he's coming back to earth again <laughs> i thought i was going crazy and I tried, I thought I better get out of here because my ears were shut off. I couldn't hear any more motion in the room. And I had an entourage of a lot of people in there, including six Los Angeles Police Department, LAPD motorcycle people, and a chauffeur, uh, which I leased from a funeral home, Utter McKinley in Hollywood. And I couldn't hear him anymore. And Bobby Jameson, this uh, singer that I was promoting. And of course, um, they, uh, I couldn't hear him. And they didn't know what was going on with me. And the Lord says, stand up on your feet and tell the people in this room about the Lord Jesus Christ. And that he's coming back to earth again or you're going to surely die. And I thought, I'm crazy. So I tried to get up and I couldn't. And it's spirit of god came down i didn't know it was the spirit of god and opened up my brain and i knew there was a heaven and a hell for the first time in my life i didn't believe it i'm jewish i didn't believe in jesus and i didn't want to talk about jesus no jew a real jew wants to until they've been saved and then when we get saved then we're the greatest preachers that ever lived on the face of the earth because we are miraculous people we came out of uh, Abraham and Sarah. They were too old to have children. And so we came out of, we are like resurrected out of a dead womb. 
and a dead man's loins. And so when we reconnect with the Lord, when we're linked back together with him, we're something else. The supernatural with the supernatural. Of course, we're still in our flesh. But the Bible said that we'd be preaching the gospel of the last days to the Gentiles, to the world, the unbelieving world, the unregenerated world, the unrenewed world. You must become a new creature. You must be renewed spiritually. So verse 20 says that they are of a forward heart. Uh, they're, of a, they're an abomination to the Lord. Well, you don't worry about being an abomination to the Lord. Well, he's the one that can take your life and send your soul to hell. The devil can't do that. He can take your life, but he can't take your soul. But such as are upright in their way are the Lord's delight. Verse 21. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. All these people in the New World Order, they say, we're the biggest force on the face of the earth. And all the people that were formerly Christians say, who can make war with the Antichrist or Satan? Let me tell you something. Jesus defeated Satan on the cross at Calvary because when he died there, they tried to get him down. They tried to shame and say, if you're God, come down from the cross. But he didn't come down because he knew that he came to die for our sins and to shed his blood to take away the sins off of our souls not so that we could go out and sin some more you people that preach such things but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered oh thank god my sons my daughters are going to go to heaven but the people that are not serving the lord those that are wicked, their sons and daughters will not go to heaven unless they repent and stay repentant. As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a beautiful or a fair-looking woman, which is without discretion. She likes to show her genitals on television. People have become so base um, they had a program on TV where it shows these guys are buying these dolls, these life-side dolls to have sex with. Well, I'll tell you, there's a place in the lake of fire for them. And they just openly now, because they see that there's no women with discretion hardly at all. They may put on a good act, you know, by... Not wearing makeup like that's supposed to be holy. Susie had on makeup in that vision. God put it on her too. And she had jewels in her hair and oh, all kinds of things. Verse 23, the desire of the righteous is only good. It's only good because they go for the the wisdom and the all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge of God. That's what makes you righteous. If you don't have God's wisdom and knowledge, you're nothing. 
Well, I play basketball, you know, and they pay me three, four million dollars a year. Who cares about that, man? Let your money perish with you. The desire of the righteous is only good. But the expectation of the wicked is wrath. Are you hiding from God? Because you know that there's sin on your soul? Well, then repent. You have no idea what heaven is like. The Bible says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. The beautiful things that God has prepared for those that love him and keep his commandments. You're forfeiting all that. Uh, you know, when God comes and sees you supposedly making out with a doll, a piece of rubber, or that you're spread eagle naked on some television program, or you're having sex with an animal, what do you think God's going to do to you? you? Or you're looking at it and lusting at it. Verse 24, there is that uh, that scattereth and yet increases, and there is the person that withholds more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Right, if you're donating money to a church that is uh, preaching satanic doctrine. And if you don't donate money to a church that really is preaching the truth, you're going to be poor. Now, you know, we scatter wherever it's needed. We spend our money on people that really need. And the Lord gives us plenty. Verse 25. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Verse 26. This is wisdom and knowledge of God. All this, the book of Proverbs. Pick up the Bible, dust it off, and read it for yourself. Verse 26, he that withholdeth corn, in other words, you see people hungry, and you don't sow money, I give money to feed them. I mean, it's just like a constant thing. When people are hungry, we feed them, okay? And that's what every Christian is supposed to do. When people are hungry, you're supposed to feed them. When they're thirsty, you're supposed to give them drink, even your enemies. So you don't, you're not supposed to withhold. The Lord is using corn here as a figure. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Verse 27, he that diligently seeketh good. I mean, a lot of people say, well, I read the Bible, but you don't diligently do it. There's some people that go to these music schools and they practice day and night. That's diligent because they want to meet their exams. He that diligently, diligently seeks God good procureth favor with God. But he that seeketh 
mischief. Now, come on, let's go and party tonight. It shall come unto him. Mischief will come unto you. How many people are out on the sunset strip? Salminio. Out on the sunset strip. Homosexual. And somebody stabbed him to death. And it was recorded in the paper that he said, Oh my God, I'm dead. That could happen any time to people today. They can't get into these gangs anymore unless they murder somebody. Just anybody. You could be driving in your car and all of a sudden a bullet goes right through your brain and you're out before God. And then what? Verse 28. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall. I mean fall. That means into hell. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Okay, well, I'm going to take this up later, tomorrow. Uh, but right now, what we're going to do is read some letters. Where's the first one from? From Nigeria, Africa. Okay, let's hear it. Dear Pastor, greetings to you in the dear name of Jesus Christ. I know my God, our God we serve, is greater than any other God in the world. Since I was born, I have experienced great power of God in my life. During my childhood days, each time I go to play with the other children, we would play and sing as we were in the church. In those days, many other children would gather to make every moment memorial. We would sing, clap, and pray as if we were in the church for real. Even the church I attend, the full gospel assembly, they kept prophesying how I will do a work for God to a greater part of the world. I kept wondering within my spirit how I would achieve this dream. I kept dreaming of doing God's work to the fullest, but I never imagined I would have such a privilege to work with your church in the USA. Until one day, I got your magazine and I wrote you the first letter. Since then, God has used me and the entire evangelism team in my area to serve lives through your publications. Why we write to you is that your magazine has saved hundreds, if not thousands of lives in my state, and we are proud to tell you that our team is leaving for another state tomorrow. We plead that you send to us more of your magazines, newsletters, and Messiah books. We also wish that you send to us the CDs and audio tapes, which are letters. We will be grateful to receive more of your publications and your continuous prayer. Yours faithfully, Brother O. Sampson from Nigeria, Africa. Okay, well, that's good. This person said that the people in his church prophesied over him. That's personal prophecy, uh, that they're going to do a great and mighty work. And it seems like this person is doing it, but be very careful about personal prophecy. A lot of churches, this is one thing that Susie, who'd been in the ministry 25 years before me, told me that they do that in these uh, false churches a lot, and they just lay hands on people. You're going to be another David. You're going to be another David. I don't want to be another David. David wasn't a, a regenerated uh, at that time. And uh, she warned me about this sort of thing, and you'd be good to uh, uh, pay heed to that because uh, it's personal prophecy. I mean, nobody prophesied over me, and nobody uh, preached to me because I wouldn't listen to him. God himself came down as he did to the Apostle Paul and got me, and that's how I'm in the ministry. And you know God will reach you too. He'll do the same for you as he's done for me, very possibly. You just let God work and do it. read the Bible, and you'll receive prophecy. Okay, it's time to pray uh, right now. Those of you that don't know the Lord at all, those of you that only have uh, worldly uh, wisdom,
wisdom, which is not wisdom and worldly knowledge, which is not really knowledge. It just has no benefit for you when you stand before the judgment bar of God or the mercy seat of Christ. So what I pray for you now is that you'll become born again of the Spirit. You have to be renewed. Uh, if you're unrenewed, you have to be renewed. You have to be born again. People say, well, I was born a homosexual. That's why you have to be reborn, because the homosexuals can't enter into the kingdom. Well, I've got these devils. I've got these demons. Well, that's all the reason why you have to be born again of the Spirit, so that all these demons will be cast out. And here's how you do it. You just say this prayer before the Lord. Say to him this prayer, and the Lord will redeem your soul right now. But remember, after you get saved, uh, he'll give you the power right now to enter into, into your body to where you uh, have the power to never sin again. Just try him right now and do it. Say to him, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, Raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all of my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. I know that I have to take up the cross, deny myself, and follow you, and go and sin no more. And I know that you have the power. You created everything. You're holding this big world up by your spirit and you have the power to make me a righteous person completely free from sin and able to resist sin therefore lord i'm called on you you said all that call upon you uh, the lord shall not be turned away uh, all that call upon the lord shall be saved therefore i know that you have heard me and i know that you have answered me and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul, my eternal soul. Now, okay, so just praise and thank the Lord and share and tell everyone how they can receive a copy of this tape and mention the number of it. This is uh, tape number 786. Just go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. Now, when Adam and Eve uh, listened to Satan rather than God, they lost the rulership or the reigning of God through them in this world. But now that you're born again of the Spirit, you rule and reign only with the Word of God, though. And so we have to all go on like a mighty army, ruling with the Word of God this whole world. It belongs to God. God's taken it back now. And here I am to sing for you, Onward, Christian Soldiers. National attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming Christians are being kidnapped, tortured, committed to mental institutions, accused of brainwashing and mind control. Arise, Christian America. The King is coming. Hold fast. The day of the Lord is here. 
Yeah. 